Hi, I'm Caleb Price, and you're listening to Relatable Thoughts. Did you know that what goes on in your mind is the reason for everything you experience in life? For your anxiety, for the money you make, your major, your relationships, reaching your goals, even the feelings you feel. So why is no one talking about it? As a college student, a Latter-day Saint, and a certified life coach, I'm speaking up and talking about our thoughts and teaching you how to manage your mind. Because the secret is, you aren't alone in what you think. Your thoughts are totally relatable. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another fantastic episode of Relatable Thoughts. It's a Christmas episode, and I'm so happy (laughs) that it's finally here. I think this is probably the, uh, well, it's definitely not the happiest I've ever been for Christmas. We're going to get into that, and um, it's kind of what we're talking about today, but I feel really good about it. I'm just excited to not do anything. (laughs) It's weird because, you know, not being in school, I'm just kind of working and so working longer than I normally would if I had a break between school. So I'm like looking forward to it even more. And um, also being here in Arizona, it's weird because, you know, there's not snow. And so, you know, like still, you know, it's chilly. I guess I can wear a sweatshirt outside, (laughs) but it's different than before where you're like, oh, yeah, it's definitely Christmas because it's, like, freezing outside and it's snowy and all I want to do is stay inside and, like, have the Christmas lights out. Like, ah, like, I really phoned it in this year, not getting a tree and not getting lights and doing all the things, but I still feel the Christmas spirit. I still feel this the joy of the season, excited for things that are coming, just... um having fun with gift giving and surprises and watching Christmas movies and the music, always listening to the music for my family. It's a big deal. We make like a Christmas CD almost every year and we just love it. It's a good time of year. Obviously, you know, we're going to be talking about that basically. Why, how can we take this spirit like and have it for the whole year? Obviously Christmas is special and it wouldn't be, Christmas if it happened all the time it would it would just you know be like that'd be kind of you know you'd get sick of it eventually (laughs) you wouldn't like it so much and I know a lot of you out there might not like Christmas that much or get overwhelmed by Christmas or don't think of it as this kind of joyful peaceful um, amazing time and don't get me wrong there's all of that in there we're gonna talk about it but I had just this idea and this thought of like the great things that we enjoy about Christmas at its very core. How can we have that for the rest of your year? How can you make 2023 more like Christmas? Not in terms of the traditions or the things that you're doing, um, the holiday aspect of it, um, but just how you're thinking. Because that. The core of everything, the premise of everything, one that I focus on as a coach, but how we all function as human beings when it comes to how we just feel and operate in our life, it all comes down to what are you thinking? It's all in the thinking. It's all something that's happening inside your head, a process of you analyzing, uh, having an opinion, just forming sentences or phrases or just thinking 
in your own way, in own fashion, that is what influences your entire perspective. Sorry. (laughs) It influences your entire perspective on everything, how you feel and operate. And that means it is not limited to the season, meaning you can take that with you into January, February, to June, and even to the next year. If you really want to, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna t- highlight some things, like five things that I believe that all of us want. All of us want to feel more in our life, and how we can get that by looking at our thinking. Okay, my friends, I'm super excited for this one. But before we get into it, real quick, I can't go any further without telling you that I am offering you the best Christmas gift ever to accomplish this very thing: to look at your thinking. To recognize what am I thinking that is creating the life that I have and recognizing that that is where you address it. Not in thinking that you're wrong, that you're not good enough, that your life is just the way it is, that there's nothing you can do about it, that this is just how the 20s feel, that this is just how Gen Z is, that these are the problems we have to deal with, that the world is just different and it all is going to crap. (laughs) (laughs) not to exaggerate the point, but, you know, I talk with lots of people when it comes to dating and just saying like, it all sucks. Or when it comes to schoolwork and you're just like, it all sucks. Or um, getting married or getting a job and just saying, yeah, it all sucks. If you think that that's all you have left to life and you're just wondering like, what the heck am I doing? (laughs) Or you just can't make decisions you just feel lost, you feel purposeless, or most of all, you feel down, you feel depressed, you feel burdened by your mistakes, you feel overcome by anxiety, you want to do these amazing things, but you feel left behind, caught up, and just held back. If at all you feel any of these things, coaching is the answer. What I teach to college students, to young people, to all you who are willing to investigate and see what's going on in your mind is to see How is my thinking influencing how I'm feeling and creating the way that I'm acting? How is it all connected? And how am I part of the responsibility? You are not the problem, but in fact, you are the solution to everything that you need, everything that you want. And so in order to get that, it takes training. That's what I offer. I do a six-week coaching package. A lot of you have heard it. It's called Breaking Up With Anxiety and or really breaking up with anything i call it breaking up with anxiety because that was what it was for me but if it's something like self-doubt you're struggling with if it's something like shame indecision frustration in life or just general apathy or wondering what the heck am i doing and wanting to see how life can be better all of that you can break up with that you can redefine your sense of self you can enjoy life now and love it all in just six weeks And that can make 2023 your best year yet, okay? So if that all interests you, um, don't hesitate to sign up. You can, there's a link for my coaching program. You can learn more about it. Um, If you sign up before the 29th, uh, you get $70 off. It's a good, great deal. Convince your parents to say, hey, this is what I really want for Christmas. Or, you know, talk to your friends. Maybe you all, you know, or just message me if it's something that you really deeply want. Now, if you're like, I really want this, but I really also want to take advantage of your free coaching call and see, hey, you're the right coach for me, or this is actually what I want, or like, you know, to get rid of that hesitation, don't hesitate. Just 
sign up for a free coaching call before the 29th and that discount will still apply. If you decide that, hey, I want to keep going further with that, yeah, I'll totally honor that, okay? So um, don't sleep on that. You got a week, basically. So, you know, do anything you need to to make that possible or tell your friends or tell someone who needs that in their life, okay? That's enough. Um, I need to get on with my life. Oh, <laughs> I meant the podcast. <laughs> okay, moving on. Okay, so the first thing that I believe that we can take with us throughout the rest of the year from Christmas is the concept of joy. Joy is so prevalent when it comes to Christmas. It's just a joyful time, joy to the world. I mean, if you're talking about the religious sense, which I will get into and talk about later, you know, with the coming birth of Jesus Christ and, you know, Christianity celebrating this amazing time of year or other holidays as well celebrating um, at this time or just the joyful noise of giving to other people, this kind of culture that we, you know, try to do a little bit extra, to do a little bit more, to celebrate this concept that, hey, we're alive and we're going around the earth. We're going to celebrate New Year's, you know, pretty soon after. Just this whole season just seems to kind of be this sort of renewal in like goodness, in giving, in wanting to do more, in just like kind of celebrating. And that joy is like most prevalent I've seen, you know, when it comes to kids. The joy, it comes to like believing in Santa Claus and, you know, waiting for him, you know, to come and then go in the morning and like see your presence. I remember as a kid, we were always so excited and my parents never understood it as a kid, never understood why uh, they would want to sleep in because I was like at 6 a.m. and 6 a.m. was already so hard and now I look back and I'm like oh my gosh my parents are angels because gosh I would have been I would have been tired <laughs> and I, it's just so fascinating to me so I was watching this uh, I was watching a TikTok because um, they're great and there was this one of this kid and maybe you've seen it but it's this kid like freaking out because he got a Nintendo 64, literally like freaking out, like yelling and just like, oh my gosh, like this is amazing, thank you, and just like going berserk. And I looked at that and I was like, I don't know if I'll ever be able to do that again. I remember doing it when I got my first like GameCube, kind of the next system up, and I don't know if I freaked out because I don't, you know, I don't think I was really that kind of kid, but I it was definitely the same level of elation of happiness of like oh my gosh this is exactly what I wanted and I got it and now I can just like enjoy life like this is all I needed was this GameCube and I was like satisfied sort of just this checkbox of like yep that's all I needed I can be happy now joy you know that's all I needed and it's not like a problem at all that you know life isn't that way You know, we grow up. That's what people say is that we grow up. But remember, it's coming back to our thinking. That's the premise behind all of this. We growing up is not, that's just a thought deep down. Like, yes, the circumstances is that you're going to get older in years. If we want to think of you like that, you're going to get bigger. You're going to move on to different things. You're going to think about things differently. You know, You know, you get into high school and you start worrying about other things besides the video game system necessarily. You're worrying about your future or you're worrying about how friends think about you. And then you get into college and you're like worrying about, again, the future and what friends think about you and 
finances now, taking care of yourself. When are you going to do the laundry? And to the point where the gifts and the obsession about something or this kind of joy and focus, like this is all I need, it, it gets pushed away because we think we're not a kid anymore. That's simply, you know, what it is. But first off, when I'm saying this, it's not a problem that any of this is true. But what I wanted to suggest is that, again, if it's coming back to our thinking, we don't, we can go back to that state, that state of elation, of joy, of thinking this, this is the only thing I want in my life, basically. Like, this would make me just so happy. And just saying that it is possible to experience joy, but that joy is in fact even greater now than it was for, you know, when you're a kid, because that kid was happy, but in a kind of a state of innocence, you know, not open to what else the world had to offer. Like what else they were going to be exposed to, the mistakes, the failures, the hard things that have happened to this person. And yet joy, in fact, becomes more full because of opposition. So I want to suggest is that the concept of like this idea of being elated, of letting ourselves enjoy life, in fact, is enhanced because of opposition. But because there is opposition, it is a choice to believe in joy. Meaning that right now, as you're sitting there in Christmas, it is a choice to let yourself enjoy life. It is a choice to let yourself not dwell on worry, on frustration, on thinking I need to make this payment or we're going to have to, you know, make up, you know, we're going to need so much credit card debt from this thing, you know, if you're a parent or like worrying about the next class or what you're going to do with your major or how your parents are going to react to this boyfriend or girlfriend that you have or it, it, all those worries that is a choice to let them in and, and dictate that this is how I'm just going to act and live my life. Meaning that there is an opportunity for us to choose joy and it is not limited because we're now, you know, grown up, so to speak. We can return back to that state of innocence in terms of a choice and not saying innocence that we're ignorant, but innocence that we just choose, hey, I'm going to just enjoy this moment. Hey, I'm going to be present. I'm going to be here. I'm going to express myself fully and not just contain myself and say, yeah, I'm not a kid anymore, that I can just be childlike, to celebrate, to really go all in on something and say, heck, yes, I wanted this, to go deep and all in on desire. And that's kind of the second thing I wanted to get into is that you deserve to get things too. That a thought that you can take with you the first one being, I should add, I am capable of joy today. That you are, in fact, always capable of joy in whatever state you are because joys exist because of opposition. Just like how Christmas exists because it's not Christmas any other time of the year. It is so special now because it only happens now. Um, so I'm capable of joy today. But the second thing is you deserve to receive. That gift giving is truly, you know, made possible by you receiving things. So like if I give you a gift or someone gives you a gift, the only one that thing that you're experiencing is you. Meaning the person that gave you a gift can be so invested, so excited, so 
like I really wanted to work hard for this and put my money into this or just wanted to get you something really nice to show my appreciation. They throw that out to you. And then the only way, you know, the only thing that dictates your feelings is yourself. Meaning that someone could have, you know, put all this effort and they're really appreciative and they like just really wanted to get you this thing. And then you receive the gift and then you're like, oh my gosh, you shouldn't have or I don't deserve this, or like, oh my gosh, this is too much, this is too nice, you did too much, and then meanwhile, on the inside, you're kind of like, ooh, like, I feel bad. Like, as a kid, when, when I started to grow up, I, I started to feel bad on Christmas. I, I started to feel bad because you're like, oh, part of me, like, really wants these gifts. I really want that candy or uh that game the board game even new clothes like i want these things but then you're like oh i'm bad though because like if i want these things that means i'm selfish or greedy or that like my parents are like slaving away for these things and you know i was already kind of aware that like i just always had in the back of my head that like yeah like (laughs) i don't know it's not that we were poor but my brain thought like we're poor Like, my brain just thought, like, oh, we're in a bad financial situation. Like, I can't be wanting all these gifts and asking for these things. Like, like that's bad of me. I'm a bad person for that. But what I want to get at is that the only one who is feeling that way is you, meaning me. Like, I was the only one feeling that. Like, everyone else was having a good time, and I was limiting myself because of that feeling yes it comes from a good desire we want to be empathetic we want to care we don't want to put people out but part of the beauty of gift giving and part of the beauty of this life is the idea that you deserve love you deserve to be loved you deserve to be appreciated like it's fun to get gifts and give gifts and part of the giving is the getting that's what makes it fun it's you know you when you give a gift to someone you want them to love it and you don't want them to fret about it and it's part of the fun of seeing the joy on their face and so we can even make things more joyful by kind of just acknowledging our desires being open with it and just saying yeah like you know i want this gift just being open and honest with it and not needing to shame ourselves for our desires okay so the thought behind that is yeah like i get to enjoy these gifts when it comes to Christmas, but you're going to go out in the future and you get like, I get to enjoy treating myself or I get to enjoy this job I have and the, the money I get from it. I get to enjoy this college career and the privilege I get for it. I can be so grateful for these things and express that gratitude by showing that to other people. And then thirdly is returning the favor, returning the favor and not, not, I don't mean like returning the favor like directly, like you have to, oh, like, you know, I need to repay you. I'm just saying of the good-natured spirit of giving. Because part of the joy, I believe, in Christmas comes from giving. It's not the getting that is what we really love. Obviously, it's great. Like, I just got, you know, I got a present yesterday. Like, that's a lot of fun. I like getting gift cards. I like getting these things. Again, acknowledging that, being open and honest about, hey, I like these things. And that's a good thing because that means I know other people also like to get things. And that means I can bless other people's lives by giving them things. And that even 
is actually more fun. It's fascinating because our brain, you know, around Christmas has already kind of just gotten over the hump that, yeah, like, yeah, we're supposed to give of ourselves. We're supposed to be generous. You know, like any other time of year, you know, you see someone homeless or struggling, you might not think of it. You might push it aside, rationalize it away. But around Christmas time, the whole world kind of puts on this face of like, yeah, we're going to give. Not that it's a problem. Obviously, everyone, you know, is going through their own circumstances. And this is these are all just thoughts that I'm spurting out <laughs> that I just came up with. But what I'm trying to get at is that there's something special about giving because it recognizes that we don't need the things around us or we don't need to depend on them because, one, we believe that we're, like, taken care of. We believe that things are going to come back to us, that good things are going to happen. So, like, if I give up my money now, like, I'm not worried about that money because I'm in an abundant mindset. That money will come back to me somehow. I'll be rewarded for that somehow or I'm not really counting the difference because maybe the reward that I want is just seeing that person happy. Maybe part of the problem with things being hard or things not you know, feeling good, maybe the reason why now feels so good during the Christmas season is because of the giving, is because of the idea that we're just stepping out of our own head. We're not concerned so much with what we're worried about. We're concerned about what other people might be worried about. Now, this isn't to say we want to jump into people's heads and think about what they're thinking and their emotions and get involved in that way. No, that, that, that's just too much. <laughs> we don't have to do any of that. But we can just see and ask ourselves, what would be a nice thing to do? We see someone maybe struggling. We see someone in need. Hey, what's something nice we can do? Reach out, smile, send them a message, send them a gift. Actively putting other people, or I should say actively stepping outside of your brain and saying, hey, I'm going to do this thing for this person, even though my brain is saying we don't have the time, we don't have the resources, this is stupid, we don't want to, uh, it's boring, any of those things, you can respond to your brain and say, hey, brain, I know, you're kind of being silly. It's okay, though. I get it. I know, I know, brain, but we want to feel good right now, and helping others always makes me feel better. It always does. Because, one, we probably think of ourselves as good. Two, that's just... I think human nature is just seeing other people blessed. It always is going to lift our spirits because at the end of the day, yes, serving and giving to other people, it's for their good, but it's also for your good. It really is for you and you're going to get so much out of it in the end. So just kind of recap, talked about, you know, the experiencing true joy, letting yourself do that, not limiting yourself, deserving to receive you know, participating in the gift giving, accepting things, taking compliments, letting yourself be loved, and then loving other people, giving other people. Fourth, I want to talk about this idea of belief. It kind of goes along with the idea of letting yourself believe, but Christmas is often a magical time. It's a magical time because, you know, as kids, we believe in Santa Claus. We believe in someone who is just naturally gift giving that you know out of 
the good nature of his heart out of nowhere, seemingly the impossible happens, we receive a present. You know, this person that just loves for no reason, really, <laughs> other than I guess we've been good children. It, it's it's just a magical time of year. The world transforms in terms of snow and creating beautiful landscape and and then there's lights as well. Like it just I've always thought of it as a magical time. But magic only exists if you believe in it. Meaning Santa Claus only exists if you believe in it. That's like the Polar Express, basically. Like, you know, if you believe, you'll hear. That's just the simple, you know, it's kind of like the rules to Christmas is believing makes it real. And that is a concept that I think can bless your, you know, your entire year, bless your entire life, is the idea that it doesn't have to be true to believe in it. Meaning that, like, it doesn't, like, the truth doesn't matter. Yes, like you out there probably don't believe that Santa Claus is real. And, you know, that's for you to decide. Or, you know, you, you know, might not believe that Christmas is the best time of the year. Or just, you know, you're not into the magic of it because you have a bunch of logic, a bunch of rules, a bunch of stats telling you that these are the reasons why it's not real. And what I want to tell you is that it doesn't matter. Because I can believe in Christmas, and I can feel good. Even if all the stats say, nope, that's not true. Because it actually doesn't matter what's true. It's because what matters is how you feel. Because how you feel is how you're going to act and live your life. Meaning that, so like, in January is going to roll around. You can choose to believe that you're an athlete and reach that goal of exercise that you have. Or you can believe, hey, I'm a straight-A student even though every semester before that you've been getting C's and D's or even though, you know, with the exercise goal, like I just said, even though every, you haven't worked out a day in your life, you can believe you're an athlete. You can believe you're a freaking good athlete, that you're an ultra endurance athlete. You can believe whatever you want, even if it's not true. Now you're going to experience probably a lot of resistance because you have a lot of evidence around you telling you it's, it's not true, especially from your brain. But Christmas can teach us that it's not the point. The point is to believe in it, and that's when the magic's going to happen, even if everything around you, even all the facts are saying, that's not true. So you can take the concept that it doesn't have to be true. The truth doesn't really matter to get the thing that you desire. If you want to become a certain person, if you want to reach a certain goal, even if you just want to believe that you are good, just that simple truth that you're good and beautiful and lovable and that you're going to get everything that you want, that is a belief. That is the magic that is available to you. And that those thoughts takes effort to believe in because you have a brain and the world telling you those things aren't true. So use Christmas to say that like you can believe in something magical that's not true and it makes, you know, makes a world of difference in creating exactly what you want. Finally, you know, it's Christmas. I'm a Christian. I'm a Latter-day Saint. Like, I have to express, you know, my gratitude, my belief in Jesus Christ and the season for him being born, the miracle that that is. 
Now, of course, if you're not a religious person, that's totally fine. What I really wanted to highlight this year is that, like, life is not supposed to be perfect. Christmas is not supposed to be perfect. If I was in charge, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have Jesus being born in a stable, in a stone manger, in these harsh conditions, not being given any room. Um, I will probably would have been very glorious and been very prominent and everyone would have known about it and everyone would just agree. And like, that's just like, <laughs> which is be perfect because <laughs> everyone would do what I want. <laughs> it sounds terrible. <laughs> what I want to get at is that it's supposed to happen exactly the way it was. The reason it's beautiful, the story of Jesus's birth, the reason that your Christmas right now is beautiful and amazing and perfect is because it's not, it's, it's, it's imperfect. It's not going the way you think it's supposed to go. That's exactly how it's supposed to happen. Your family's supposed to argue. You are supposed to not know what you're doing with your life. You're supposed to be bugged by your relatives wondering, yep, I'm single still, or I don't know what I'm doing with my life, or yep, I'm still at this college, still taking this class, still doing all these things. It's okay. It's supposed to be that way. Christmas turned out exactly the way it was supposed to. Jesus Christ was born exactly the way it was supposed to. Most perfect setting ever. And I'm so grateful for that moment meaning that we can also be grateful for the life that happens so that no matter what has happened in 2022, you can acknowledge how perfect it's been. It's happened exactly the way it was supposed to. Yes, maybe you didn't choose everything right. Maybe you didn't do everything you wanted to do. Maybe, in fact, terrible things happened out of your control, in your control, because of you, as a result of things that you did. How is that exactly the way it was supposed to be? How is that exactly the story that it's supposed to be? And how can you believe that 2023 can exactly have that, no matter the good or bad that happens? Because again, returning back to it, it all comes down to your thinking. It all just comes down to how you think about things. That is what creates your life, how you enjoy it. And that means that we can take these principles of Christmas this Christmas spirit with us throughout the whole year. Not saying we're going to be <laughs> Christmassy, but we can take joy with us. We can take happiness. We can take gratitude. These things, these tools are available to us always, not just at Christmas. And that's probably the greatest gift of all. I mean, the greatest gift of all for to me, Jesus Christ. And this time to celebrate that. Second greatest gift is everything that is inside of you, your agency to choose, ability to think, to create all of this. It is you, my friend, and I hope you can recognize that this Christmas, how amazing, lovable that you are. You deserve to be loved, especially by yourself. You deserve also to give to people, to let go of things of yourself to let yourself be forgiven, to let yourself experience grace, experience true joy. Do not put a cap on it. Amazing, wonderful things can happen to you, and you can just let yourself enjoy the ride. 
you'll be so much happier thinking of others, stepping outside of yourself and recognizing how amazing of a life that you have simply because you choose to believe it is no matter what the stats are telling you. At the end of the day, it's not supposed to be perfect. That's exactly the way it's supposed to be. Okay, my friends, love you guys. Enjoy this Christmas. I hope it's a good one. You know, Merry Christmas. This is one of my favorite times of year because it helps remind me deep down we're all good. We're all good people just making it through life. That life is amazing. And that one of the greatest things that you can experience this time of year is recognizing how much good you've done in the world, how much you just belong here, and that there's so much to, in fact, be grateful for because of the opposition, because of the failures, because of the mistakes, all of that. Let yourself be enveloped in this love. It's a choice, and I invite you to fully embrace it, okay? That's all I got. Merry Christmas, my friends. Enjoy your holiday. You are amazing. You are good. I will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you want to personally see how what I talk about can change your life forever, sign up for your free coaching call today. Merry Christmas, everybody. Of course, thank you for supporting this podcast. Thank you for being a part of this whole journey this whole year. You are amazing. Thank you. I could not do this without you. Big shout out to all of you. And especially at Christmas, keep it spicy.